we need to talk because Guy Benson uh, has recently purchased a child. Let me rewind for a second. Guy Benson is pitched as a conservative commentator. He's been on Fox News, and so he's often used by the media as sort of token conservative, even though he's been publicly a homosexual for a long time. He went on the Dave Rubin show and talked about being gay and homosexual, as he put it. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, gay and conservative, as he put it. Uh, and of course, Dave Rubin is someone who calls himself a classical liberal, but many other conservatives consider him part of the movement. But to that degree, I would say that there probably isn't a movement. Like, I don't think that there is a conservatism that such people cling to. Like, there is a republicanism, but I don't see a large number of people who are calling themselves conservatives and who are actually defending conservative values. I don't think they could identify what those are, because the moment that you promote homosexuality, you're no longer, um, well, at least homosexual actions, you're certainly not promoting anything that could be considered conservative past like, the last five years. I mean, that's, you're not conserving anything, you're part of this movement toward degeneracy, what they call progressive, but it's kind of odd, it depends on what you're progressing toward, I suppose. Um, but that's, but, but so, Guy Benson, who, like I said, been out as a practicing homosexual for a while, engaged in a fake marriage, so he has his faux husband, uh, and now they have purchased a child. So they're involved in this, um, surrogacy or rent a womb as it's often called because that's what you do you rent a person to carry the child that you have purchased after you have chosen after you have chosen a person on the basis of eggs because it's from a person who you found attractive or who you thought was particularly intelligent or something like this thus reducing there's a lot of indignities that go into surrogacy, but you fundamentally reduce that child into a purchasable item, right? He becomes transactional to you. So, like, I maintain that surrogacy is wrong even by straight couples, um, because it does do that. It, it makes the person into this essentially slave. Like, if slavery is wrong because a human being cannot be purchased because it is beneath human dignity, then so is surrogacy. But it's even worse when you've got the case of a homosexual couple that should never be involved in raising children in any way to begin with. Um, a child absolutely has the right to a mother and a father, and you see some really perverse dynamics, I guess as you might expect, whenever you do have a homosexual couple that um, purchases a child. Now, all we've gotten from uh, Guy Benson is essentially photos of him, his faux husband, and the baby that he purchased. But you can see some other videos from, I guess, more public um, homosexual couples who have done this. So there was a, there's a video going around, sort of, it's been re revitalized recently by Ollie and Gareth Locke, who did this thing. And I want to show it to you because I think that the way that they think about this is not only emblematic of the evil of surrogacy itself, um, but I think it's it's a little bit more candid than we're used to. Like, it's just people saying the, saying the quiet part out loud. But this is really how they think about the human beings that are, that are being affected. 
uh, th those that are being purchased and also in some cases, I don't think this, this particular clip covers it, but there's also the indignity done to the woman, to the the mother who's bearing the child, who has the child ripped away from her, whether she likes it or not at the end, right? Because she signed the contract and then she loses all of her rights, including there are these cases, uh, and I'm getting a little bit off track, but there are these cases where the baby gets ill, has a has a health condition, and the people purchasing the child decide they don't want a sick child and therefore they demand an abortion and they have legal power though never moral power uh in that scenario and that's just horrific but anyway let me show you uh, this clip before i get too off track again how much does it cost we probably spent a quarter of a million quid it's the first time we, we were meant to go to America and then we couldn't because of COVID. So we ended up working with a clinic in San Diego and we went to Mexico. I mean, we were slightly knobheads at this reason as well, because I wanted to make sure that I we knew who the egg donor was. I wanted them to be super fit. You By fit, you know, in, in British slang, he means attractive. That's what it means. It means like hot. Go to the bar and you go i'm going to procreate that person right you, that's you, your choice as a human i wanted to find someone that i know is going to be absolute smoke show okay so he's gonna try and produce a child that is attractive or as he puts it is a smoke show because that's not disturbing Basically, we chose Emily Bratanowski. <laughs> so there's a company in LA and they have a company that basically is supermodels who are ivy league educated so hold on so this isn't just them being disgusting and degenerate, um, but also it's an entire industry that thinks about things in this particular way. The, I don't know, the, like reducing the child to this discussion about the, the egg donor. You know, it's like how unbelievably dehumanizing is that? And yet they... They think it's they think it's fine. By the way, this full interview has been taken down on Spotify where it was first published. But you know, so they have to have gone to like Brown, Columbia. Oh no, Owen oh, oh, went to Columbia. That feels a bit strange, is it not? Or no, it's a bit prostitutey, isn't it? Let's I think it's quite fabulous. But the eggs were terribly expensive. But we got a Brazilian supermodel. I mean, yeah. So the problem is that the eggs are terribly expensive but the child will be a supermodel, which is like, I've never heard. Yeah, I, I can't think of a single instance that I've heard of a married couple, like really married. So heterosexual woman and man say something about their kid being a supermodel, like or them, them hoping that their child will be, they, they hope that their child will be healthy. Right. When they're talking about it in these early stages, that's the focus. Like we want a healthy, child you know uh, i've heard them talk about how they want a child that's representative of them in some way of course um but never like that that's i mean they called it somewhat prostitute i'd call it somewhat pedophilic but you know um morally deranged i think we could probably agree on that perhaps but i think this is like is this is this conservatism I don't, I don't know how you could possibly say that it is because conservatism was one way of saying traditionalism, right? It's the conserving of traditional values. That's what it was supposed to be as a reminder for nobody who's ever thought about the term and what it's supposed to mean, but that's it. And the moment that you let in um, the homosexual factions, 
uh, you're not really conserving anything anymore. That isn't to say that a person can't have uh, unwanted homosexual attractions, not act on them, not identify them himself by them, and still go about life and even work in the conservative movement. But the moment that you, you identify yourself by your vice, by this disordered attraction, yeah, you're not helping anything, you're not conserving anything, you're leading to the decay of civilization, uh, quite frankly, because that's what it is, because our civilization decays as it gets further and further away from Christendom. It's that simple.